0: Greetings. We are so grateful to be here with you, you, and even you, Amen. On this beautiful Sabbath morning, Amen. We are so grateful to be able to be in the presence of each and every one of you. We come to let you know that Earth has no sorrow that Heaven cannot heal, Mm -hmm. Amen. And we come to let you know that you are somebody and we love you, Amen. The blessing is today is that we are grateful that you've allowed us in your place as well as your space. Mm -hmm. We definitely do not take it for granted. Be appreciative to all that you allow us to do when we come into your life, your world, and sometimes into your affairs. Amen. We come to let you know that this is the day for you to lift up your consciousness and go to another level. Amen. No matter what's going on, easier said than done. And I definitely do know that, but there is a remedy. Amen. Mm -hmm. To help us and a formula that will encourage us. Amen. Each step of the way. Amen. I'm always honored to have With us, our co-host, none other than Elder Leonard K. Scott, Jr. As
1: always, a pleasure to be here with you, Dr. Davis.
0: Amen. It is just a joy to be in the presence of the Almighty. Mm -hmm. Amen. And uh, we have, as of last night, Mm -hmm. which is April the 15th, Amen. It was Friday, April the 15th. We entered into the Passover and we are excited. Today is high Sabbath. Amen. And we are into the Passover. Speaking about the Sabbath and the Passover. Amen. I know this is a very touchy subject. Amen. But a very needed uh, conversation. Amen. And that is uh, a conversation about the Sabbath versus Sunday, amen, you know, and uh, not versus as in competition because whatever you choose is up to you, amen, however, and, and and I'm not bringing the Sabbath because I am a Sabbath keeper, I'm bringing the Sabbath because when I read my Bible and when I fully begin to dig into it, I saw that the Sabbath was never meant to be changed, mm-hmm. amen, and then when I looked at the customs and the, the pr- imprisonment uh, in Babylon among the Babylonians I saw all of these things that is being done now mm-hmm. what is called Christianity I saw it done among the Babylonians what do you have to say about that Elder Scott
1: uh, it's the truth what, well, <laughs> what I have to say about that is we live in Babylon I'm just going to keep it very simple we live in Babylon no. period I believe we, live, we live specifically in Babylon because when you look at the history of Babylon the context of Babylon it they were, matter of fact, Israelites were captive, held captive by Babylon, right? They was held captive by Babylon, but in yes. them, in the midst of Babylon. You had those who adjusted to the Babylonian culture, to the Babylonian way of living. And then you had those, even though there were few, you had those that refused to. And that's just like today. You have those who are, I would say, us of the few. That even though we live in Babylon, meaning that you're surrounded by it, you're really engulfed by it. Your your whole perimeter outwardly is surrounded by nothing but Babylonians and Babylon. But you still allow for yourself to choose and remain separate from the Babylonian culture, teachings, and doctrines. Compared to those who live in it and they take the customs of the Babylonians and apply to themselves even trying to justify it it's really that's why the bible said there's nothing new under the heavens or under the sun because the way it was then is literally the same way it is now they was held captive in babylon held and really and being held captive does not mean they was even slaves being held captive it means you can just be surrounded by them and can't really find a way out because if you leave you ain't got nowhere to go so being you know i mean being held captive does not mean that they were really literally held as like slave and slave mentality or slavery at all they I you, they, they had choices of what they wanted to do, whether they they had choices to either go and be with the Babylonians or either to do the total opposite of them and remain who they were.
0: I heard I had the privilege of hearing a preacher the other day, and it, it the time, the label was he was a Christian preacher, and that meant that he uh, served on Sunday in and, mm-hmm. and all of that, and uh, listening to him, he must have done. His ex- some extensive research and it really doesn't take a lot of extensive research, it just mm-hmm. takes some reading yeah. and he began to talk about Babylon and he said that the customs that the Christian church has now Steal from and and I totally agree mm-hmm. because I read it I studied it myself, mm-hmm. Amen. That it came from the Babylonians, mm-hmm. Amen. Even he went as far he went as far, and I say he because see he he goes to church on Sunday mm-hmm. and and all of the things that is quote unquote a part of Christianity. I don't. I'm a Sabbath keeper, and the things that is pertaining to what they call Christianity, I detest because. It's not biblical. Mm -hmm. It's not biblical, you know, and in it not being biblical, it is to me, how can we call on the father and say that we worship in him and not do as he commands us, you know, and uh, no judgment on anyone. Just truth is what it is. And and um, he was speaking about about ba- Easter. He was talking about Easter and how it was a Babylonian custom mm-hmm. to serve, to have Easter because it was and it is the celebration of Ishtar. And and he said something that really uh, I said I had said I have said often. How can you get resurrection mixed in with bunny rabbits and dyed eggs and jelly beans? And then one of the greatest things that take place on Easter, I think Easter is just a throw up in the air and whatever you want to do, you do it, Mm -hmm. you know, because they even lay a ham on the table, which the Bible speaks against. You know, the demons were cast into the swine Mm -hmm. and the swine, you know, went over the cliff and committed suicide. And it it, it just always it it, it just takes me there where when I really begin to sit down, you know, sometimes you say things and we say things. And then sometimes you sit and you think about what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it just burns you up because it makes me think, how can the Christian world Uh, justify Mm -hmm. a man doing these things because he was speaking of this preacher that is uh, the christian preacher Mm -hmm. was speaking on behalf of uh, easter and uh, he was speaking to a large congregation i mean an extensive congregation and um I, I, they, the, the camera went around the audience, and I paid close attention to the faces because when you come against tradition and the things mm-hmm. that we were all raised up in, the things that we all participated in, and then you are now telling you being told these things are not right, these mm-hmm. things are wrong, and then to say these were the Babylonians' yeah. customs right. that have have trickled in and came up even up to now. It becomes offensive, Sir. you know, to those that are still doing it and know better. Yep. You know, those that don't know better, it's a different story. But those that know better and they still hold on, it, it becomes a whole different ball game. And he was saying that Easter is the celebration of Ishtar, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and it is mm-hmm. without doubt, it is the celebration of Ishtar, and Ishtar is the goddess mm-hmm. of fertility. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have. You know, so he said it. I've said it before. I even heard him. You know, uh, the 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 rabbit being being brought in mm-hmm. uh, because that is the fasting animal. That 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 that, that the, the the rabbit is the fastest animal that produces. Mm-hmm. You know, and they they live to do nothing but produce. Right. Reproduce. So yeah. uh, reproduce. Yes. Uh, and and they do it quite fast. And. large numbers, Mm -hmm. you know, so we have the rabbit, we have uh, the the egg, which is a sign of fertility. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we die it, we kill it, you know, I say it's also a sign of an abortion Mm -hmm. because you boil the egg and you die it, so you kill the fetus Mm -hmm. in the egg. And, and and just to go on and on and on, you know, the, the, the scariest thing is, is that even now, you know, that Babylonian custom mm-hmm. in lure of Constantine, I mean, in lure of Ishtar, mm-hmm. excuse me. And then Constantine came in during the Babylonian exile, uh, when they had the, the Israel under exile and uh, in prison, mm-hmm. Constantine came in and this is where he... Worked with the changing of Sunday mm-hmm. Sabbath to Sunday, you know, because you know their whole custom was barbaric. Yeah. You know, they they the, the Babylonians, in, you threw it you threw it up in the air. They would they would set it up as some type of worship, right. you know. So uh, the the thing is with me is that from the Babylonian uh, captivity on up to now. The Christian church has been still falling into slavery. Mm-hmm. And I know, please forgive me, I'm not being trying to be offensive to any of my Christian uh, fellow w- worshipers out there. But when it comes to the, this truth, there's no way to say it nice because mm-hmm. the ultimate is, you know, everybody say well, every day is the Sabbath. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Well, I can worship him in the way I want to. No, you must worship him in the way he says. Right. You know, because he said, if you love me, then you'll keep my commandments, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, just like in that preacher what he was saying he he really went in depth with the Easter and how it was paganistic and now the other day yesterday I was able to be shown you know and seen through Facebook how the pagan pagan worshipers mm-hmm. and I really didn't know but then I did know that there were pagan worshipers right there were people that do enjoy right. worshiping pagan gods mm-hmm. and yesterday they on Facebook was in an argument Uh, pagan worshipers (laughs) versus Christians Mm -hmm. and the pagans were saying that the Christians were taking their gods Mm -hmm. and they were never and even the pagans said they were never yours anyway. Mm -hmm. Now if pagans know that why don't the Christians know that Mm -hmm. that these things that you're doing Christmas and Easter uh, because if you really look at it you worship you worship you celebrate Easter as a resurrection, mm-hmm. you celebrate Christmas as the birth, mm-hmm. and then you turn around and celebrate Halloween.
1: Right, yeah.
0: What is your opinion about
1: that? I mean, it's, it just goes to the scripture and I keep going back you know, to the Bible because if, if you believe in it, I gotta say if you believe because some people just don't believe in the Bible. So if you do believe in the Bible, the scripture says, it was warned in, Volume 2, which is New Testament, says, Beware of the traditions of men. Book of Mark, yeah. Plain and simple. And the reason, and as plain and simple as that is, is the reason why he said that, because those traditions of men are conglomerate of many different things that were passed down from generation unto generation unto generation, even being false, they were passed down. And We know things that's been passed down from generation to generation. Those are like the hardest things to break because those are the things that you hold as being the true thing to the point that you hold on to it so much so that you'll come against the truth and know it's the truth in order to stick with the lie of a tradition. Mm -hmm. And that's why even Yeshua, that's why he said that. That's why Yeshua said that, Messiah said that in the beginning, that beware of the traditions of men because he knew the hold that traditions have out of Lord, everything that has a hold on us. Truly, it's, it's truly. the tradition. It's tradition that has a hold. The tradition has, I would say, the strongest hold. Because if it didn't, there wouldn't be no separation between these holidays. You would look it up, or not even look it up, you hear somebody say it, and then you would want to look it up and research it. Because don't get me wrong, it even says study to show yourself approved. Right, so if somebody right. tell you something, you're not you're really not supposed to take it at face value. Exactly. You're supposed to research it yourself anyway. It yourself. Preacher or whoever, even if a preacher, you even say read it, because you're supposed to read any Any preacher or somebody comes to you and doesn't have you study what they teach you, you better watch out for them because mm-hmm. something's a lie. <laughs> but if you, any righteous person, anything they tell you, you'll be able to find it, and you'll be able to research it. Mm-hmm. And in traditions, and especially the tradition of men, you can look them up, but the problem is people don't want to. Yeah. And, if, and if they do, they'll look it up, say, dang, maybe feel bad for a little bit, and eventually get over it because as humans, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Well, when we're in the wrong, what do we do? We feel bad for a little bit if we don't want to correct it, and then you'll get over it and go right back to it. Go right back yeah. to what you were doing.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I, uh, I, I often wonder, you know, and we have all these great theologians and scholars, you know, but I also know we had the scribes and the Pharisees right. as well, mm-hmm. so they stuck with what they believed. You know, and it is the science of the word that made them stick to what they believe, mm-hmm. you know. I I, I, I want to continue this conversation, mm-hmm. and we're going to, uh, in our next podcast, mm-hmm. we're going to go a little deeper into... The tradition of man mm-hmm. and the Babylonian yeah. exile and and their beliefs and how those beliefs have stemmed even into the generation of now. Oh yeah. Amen. I mean, we, we're new. still. Uh, they were barbaric then, and we're barbaric now. Yeah. And everything and they, was
1: all gold then. Everything's all gold go now. Then,
0: yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, and <laughs> people go to church because. Of it's a good thing to put into their curriculum, mm-hmm. and and really the way of the Father is supposed to be the way of our lives. Yep. Amen. Yes, and and um, I, I, I'm just excited about the conversation. Yeah. You know, and I pray that yes, those sir. that hear it that may be opposed to it you know will listen you know if nothing else and then search it out for himself you Mm -hmm. know and even to his name his name has been changed for to discredit it Mm -hmm. you know you give him his name God there's so many gods Mm -hmm. you know but that, that we will talk about that on another note let's go to Elder Leonard Scott now for the litany of truth
1: I am the image likeness when I am quickened spiritual understanding and fully realize the true character of Yahweh in me it will change my nature and even my image. I may go through many things for I do understand that every man must go through a preparation process. When I realize the true character of Yahweh and my own nature I must understand that I am the idea and the image of him. I will live as Yahshua the Messiah lived in order that I may bring forth the likeness of all that is good. Even in my low places, I will lift my eyes to the hills, the higher consciousness of my divine creator, Yahweh. Man is not limited in life. If he comes to understand and accept his true nature in a likeness and image of the creator of all things, it is my mission to perceive the true character of Yahweh and his attributes. And then I will grasp my relationship to him. It is vital that I know that I am created in the image and likeness of him and him only. As I move forward in this expression of life, I will submit my will to his. For as Yahshua the Messiah stated, me and my father are one. Through all of my shortcomings, I will allow him to do a perfect work within me. For I know this is his divine will concerning me. Who I am is not the outer of me, but what is residing within, and that within is working on my without. So it was, so it is, and most of all, so it shall be. It works only if you work it.
0: Let's go into the prayer for divine love. Father, I thank you for all you are in me. I thank you for keeping me in spite of it all and holding me in your hands of mercy. Father, I thank you for watching over me in dark times, even when it was dark and the day was shining and moving me into the abundance of all things good. Father, I am so excited. To not only call on you, but to know you. In me, the good that you see in me is working now. Mm -hmm. Father, I appreciate you for being you, and that all by yourself, and setting a word within me that will not only change my direction, but has created within me a new heart through the changing of my consciousness. Father, in it all and even through it all, you are my Father. And truly beside you, there is none other. I thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. We are so grateful to be with you. We do want you to look forward to the next podcast Mm -hmm. because we are really going to talk about the Babylonians, amen, and the tradition of man and how this thing had came from the Babylonian exile all the way to this generation in which Sir. we live in now. We love each and every one of you. And remember, keep your head up and know that you are somebody, a man, and know that he is, and beside him there is no other. Peace and many blessings mm-hmm. to you and yours. Hallelujah.